what's going on guys it is friday you know the vibes uh just got out of work hit the gym for a little bit um went to la fitness today uh, i was playing some ball the basketball courts are open they actually opened up this week so that's what's up i was able to play ball it's crazy because i've really been going there for years and just seeing the people you play ball with for years it's like i'm cool with most of them some of them is like sibling rivalry because they're just assholes because you know you know you, you get those try hard kids who like grow up playing basketballs and like ball is life kids and they just think they're hot shit because you know they're one, they're one of those kids like they know they're nice like all right i could tell you don't work a 40 40 hour a week like ball is this is all you do so it's like all right you got it but uh still it's still good vibes still a good game i ran like four games i i, I picked up a good team we won like I don't know how many games they won. I, I played four, and then I had someone take my spot, and I got the fuck up out of there. I'm not, <laughs> not built. <laughs> I'm not built for it right now. I'm not in shape. I don't, I don't got the stamina. I was, I was dying out there. I was, I could not keep up. But um, nah, it was good though. Just getting back on the court. Uh, LA's hasn't been. Well, LA's been open throughout this year. Then closed and open a couple times. You know, um, with the regulations, but the courts hasn't been opened since last year um since this time last year actually so uh, it's good good to see that opening but um it was pretty good i had had a good run and then you know i got some wine regular friday routine i got my wine i tried some new shit uh i don't like trying new stuff unless it's recommended when it comes to wine because whenever i try new shit it's always like what the fuck? <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? So over time, recommended. I, I probably won't touch it, but this stuff was recommended. It's called, um, and it's actually it's pretty good. It's called Riscato. Uh, it's Italia Riscato. So it's an Italian brand, uh, Riscato. It's a sweet red wine. It's pretty good. I, I had that with some, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Down that bottle, just kicking my ass. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I had it with some cake. Uh, Tresemu, Trimus, Trimus cake. I don't know, it's like a pudding layered kind of cake with like actual cake in the middle, but the top and like the bottom is like pudding, but it's not pudding pudding. Um, I don't know, it's really good though. I fuck with it. I'd be seeing a lot at the Chinese buffet and shit like that, so I was like. When I went to get my, my wine and shit at Giant, I was like, no, let me get a little dessert to go with the wine. Dessert with wine, it's always a great combo. To me, well, wine with anything is always a great combo. I like I like to have a little wine. I like to have my cigar and wine. You know, like I said before, it's my ideal day. Um, I should really record an intro for this podcast. That'd probably help instead of having to reintroduce myself <laughs> for every episode and then say and say what the fuck uh, it is well for those of you who are just tuning in this is the now you getting me tight podcast my name's abdul um now you get me tight it's also my instagram name so make sure you follow that also follow my um my photography page uh it's the number six i x t o g r a p h e r so six photographer uh you know uh, came with up with that name because you know well reside in the six ten so six photographer you feel me, um, but yeah check check it out yeah I should really have an intro for this podcast instead of having to reintroduce myself every time but you know 
Uh, like I said, if it's your first time tapping in, this is the Now You Get Me Tight podcast. Here to talk about various topics, you know, get my perspective on things, uh, life experiences, and just just bullshit, honestly. Um, it's definitely got easier talking on this. I'm literally talking to myself, pretty much, you know. I think if I had someone else to talk about, I could probably go for like an hour or two, just back and forth bullshit. And, um, but no, so far, it's it, it's it's been good. Uh, usually I have like a usually I have like a guide of topics, but this week I just thought I just uh, you just just free and just you like just just say fuck you just go off the top, and not have a guide. Uh, I already got some wine in me, so I'm already chilling as is. So I was like, you know what? Let me just bullshit. I already have a couple of things in my head. <sighs> oh boy, I'm gonna crack open another bottle. And of course, I got my go-to uh, Sir Franklin bottle. Um, that's my go-to. I got that in the fridge. Put it in the freezer. Let me go check on it quick. All right, we're back, and my wine is not frozen, and we are all good. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't think I ever dived into why I started podcasting. Um, there's a there's a few reasons. Um, one, I'm on house arrest, and uh, secondly, um, I've, I've been wanting to do it for a while. And I think this is one of the best time to do it. Uh, this is this is a great time to do a lot of things. I think uh, when COVID came to town, a lot of people had to sit down with themselves and realize they don't do shit. A lot of people don't do shit. I think that's where you see a lot of relationships falling apart because people realize they don't do shit. And, they, you know, you have to sit down with yourself. And I, I think that's just like basic psychology when you... When you um, have to face everything you neglect and you really have to sit down with yourself and you have no choice but to acknowledge it you know you realize your faults and and the issues you you have with those things and whether that be relationship or just you know internal shit that you put off because you you're busy and you work a lot and you know like i said with covid coming to a lot of people to realize that and you realize you don't do shit it's like you think about and you talk about all the dreams you want to do and whatnot but you don't really you don't really do it. So I think this is like, in a way, it's a blessing. I know this past year for me has been great. Like, I know a lot of people have lost, you know, loved ones. And, you know, it's unfortunate and sad. And uh, RIP to all those people that we lost. But, um, no, nah, it's been fucking it's been fucking great for me. I'm not even going to lie. I've made the most I've ever made in my working history this past year. And uh, I hope they do me right with fucking taxes, honestly. But it's been great. And I've been, you know, trying to dabble in a couple things. Um, The past year, I got into photography. Um, I've only done about two, three photo shoots. Um, You can check it out on my page. Um, I have a lot more booked for this coming year. And, you know, I, I, I like photography. I like it a lot. I like where it's going, you know. Um, it's really a hobby, you know, if it manifests into something great, that's, that's amazing. That's cool. If it doesn't, then, you know, I, like I said, I like it. I like doing it. You know, I like, I want the world to see things how I see it, you know, through my, through my view, through my perception. And then, you know, I like to capture people at angles that they don't see themselves that I see, you know, I see a beauty in things, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And when you have a camera in your hand, it's like, you see things people don't see and you can show them that. So, um, yeah, with that being said, like, I really like photography and I do have like a lot of upcoming shoots planned for, for this year. And that's the thing with something like that. Like, I feel like I really excel at, at those type of things because 
I'm very extroverted. I'm really, I'm an outgoing person. I talk to a lot of people, you know, um, people from all walks of life. I connect with people from all walks of life. And I think it's one of those things you, you need to be able to do to, um, you know, to really like build your portfolio and just really excel at it. You gotta, like, I talk to people who do photography, who've been doing it for years and I get, you know, I get advice from them. And then, you know, I talk to like a lot of, you know, just people in general that I could just do shoots with, you know, guys, girls, whoever. I'm always down to do a shoot with someone just, just for the experience and the practice of it. But, um, yeah, that's, that's one of the things I, I've gotten into. Um, I got a couple of ideas and other things I want to jump into and give it and take my hand at it. Um, like this is the best time to do it. You know, you were in our early twenties, you know, this is the time you want to be trying stuff. And, you know, even though it might not be your passion or your purpose, um, you never know. It might, it might just lead you to your purpose or whatever your passion could be. So just, just by trying stuff, you never know. Um, you don't want to look back and, and say, oh, I wish I did more stuff. I wish I tried this and that. You know, this is the time to do it. And this is one of the best times to do it. Like, what what else are you doing now? Most things are closed down or it's, like, limited or it's just a hassle to, to get through. And, you know, with this whole virus still around, it's like, you know, get into something. Start something new. Start something you've always wanted to do. And um, so podcasting is one of those things. And being that I'm on house arrest, um, not working as many jobs as I usually work, which would be like two or more jobs. But um, with the stipulations, it restricted me to only one job. So I... I chose my main job of course and yeah for the most part I just I work and I come home and that's it and then on the weekends I can't go nowhere because I'm off on the weekend so like I said uh, Monday through Friday I just work and then I'm at the crib it just sucks um every now and then I have someone to come over and keep me company you know I have like a friend or whoever come over and just keep me company but uh for the most part I just be home chilling you know what I'm saying um so it kind of sucks, but I got used to it. So I think I, I'm going I'm to keep, I feel like this was God telling me you need to be a homebody because, because prior I was always out and it's crazy. I noticed how bad it was because it reflected in my gas tank. Like I used to have to fill my gas tank like twice a week. And now I, I barely fill it once a week. So it, it was, it was a huge difference, not only my saving money, but, uh, like I see the difference you know, it's it's not that bad. It's it's a little boring, but like I said, I so I I, I keep busy, so I, I do little things. So it's not it's not that bad. Um, yeah, it's not that bad. Like I said, I got a couple, got about three weeks left of house arrest. So I'm not really counting the days down. I'm just enjoying, I'm just enjoying my time, time with myself, just just trying different things. You, you know, what I'm saying um, I've been reading a lot lately. So that's good. I've been reading, um, keeping busy. I read about two books so far. I'm trying to get in one more book before, before, um, I'm done with it. Cause I know once I'm done, it's going to be hard to like stay disciplined and stay focused. Cause I might be out and about again, but, um, that, that's not my goal. Maybe for the first week, I might just go out a couple times, uh, maybe go on a couple dates or, or whatever, or just, oh no, I'll just probably be home by I don't fucking know. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but, uh, back at it again my friday routine got my wine and i'm chilling got my sir franklin i already killed the riscato
Oh, yeah. Sir Flango never lets me down. I gotta check out that vineyard once I get out of here. That I'm definitely um looking forward to. But, uh, but yeah, um, we got Valentine's Day coming up next week. I wonder what that's gonna be hitting for. I don't, I don't even know. If I have Valentine's this year, I might have Valentine's. I might have two. Who knows? <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm not, I'm not gonna have, um, Maybe I'll have a Valentine's. I don't, I, I don't know. We'll see how things go. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely. For I say, my advice to you, Valentine's Day, have fun, man. You know, book that hotel room. Do something different. Put your thumb in her butt. Put her in the air. Spin her. Do something crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's Valentine's Day. You gotta mix it up. Don't don't fucking take her to a hotel room. And have some boring ass sex or some regular shit that you usually do. Or shit that you even, even if you can't take her to a hotel room, you're just homebound. Just don't do no fucking regular shit that you usually do, you know. Of course, do the romantic stuff. Take her out if you can or cook her a nice meal. And do some cute gifts, you know, rose petals to lead, that leads to the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? You know, have some wine or some honey. And just do some shit that you don't usually do. Pull out all the stops. She wants you to suck her toes, suck her toes. She wants a thumb, she wants a tongue or a thumb in her butt. Man, you better throw that shit in her butt, man. You better do what that girl wants, cause it's that day. And for ladies, my advice to you, you better suck dick like you ain't never. You better hit that man with the gluck gluck 3000, man. You better do some extraordinary shit. It's your day, to, it's the day to show out. But uh, but honestly, Valentine's Day is played out, bro. It's like you have 365 days of the year to show out. Why wait till one day to show your love and appreciation for someone? I, I think that's corny. Um, it, like I said, it's played out. It's just one of those. America just is just for all these fucking these uh, stupid ass holidays that people just, you know, the haves and the have nots get to capitalize off of. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. You're spending money you don't have, and the richer, they, you know, this holiday benefits them because they get richer, obviously, because they just they're selling bullshit. You're selling something that should already be practiced every day, and yeah, I think it's stupid. Just like um, I like the fucking Black History Month. Okay, I think Black History Month. I, I don't really give two shits about Black History Month, and I'm a black man, and I and I say this because it's like, it's like it's like a it's like being reminded that you were in slavery. You know, I think that's how the system's designed. It works for the people who designed it and the people who are not are on the other end of it get fucked over. And I think I feel like it's just one of those is one it's a holiday that you're being reminded of love of slavery, of being hosed down, of being lynched. It's like a reminder of all the bad things that, that happen and just the name of it black history. Like why can the name be something different? Like make it a a, a celebration or, or something you could like that's just just like I feel like the name just has like a negative connotation at least to me it, it does it doesn't sit right with me and like I said besides the name it's like being reminded uh say say you cheated on someone right and now you have this day that you're constantly reminded every year that you cheated on this person right that that's kind of the way I I, I see it and then they and they like put out um they make it seem like it's a good thing but they put out all these like black movies and if you really look a lot of these black movies aren't really uplifting a lot of black movies are really traumatizing and that's how america kind of work works they capitalize off off traumatic events off black people's traumas 
Like you have you you have shit like what Boys in the Hood, um, Players Club. What else? Boys in the Hood, Players Club. Shit, I can't think of nothing right now. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave, Django, um, fucking Roots. All all these fucked up movies, bro. Like I said, I feel like they just capitalized off black people trauma and. Man, I I think that shit is so so it's so fucking whack, cause cause like with, without those what would you have? Like I think there needs to be more black, you know, movies that are like inspiring and you would inspire like more black superheroes, such and such. And uh, I think it's so stupid. Even more like Black Panther. I know Black Panther is one of like the most selling movies, and it was like oh it's a first black superhero. It's crazy because Black Panther isn't what Black Panther was. It's like it's not what that stood for. It stood for something else. And they, a white man, went and took the name, threw it on a superhero, created by a white man, produced by white people, and it's like it became this thing, like a symbol for black people. But that's not what really Black Panther represents. You know, if you really know what Black Panther represents, it's the people who used to defend the neighborhoods from the white people who used to like do do you wrongs and shit like that. And, um, you know, this whole country, it's just shit, from the cops to everything else. And uh, the thing with cops, my, my take on the cops, I don't think the... Saying all cops are bad just because a few, you know, bad apples did wrong, I think it's it's stupid. It's a bad ideo- ideology. Um, it's The narrative's just toxic. All cops aren't bad. That's a fact. There's a lot of good cops out there. Take it from a guy who's been arrested... And, and I had a lot of run-ins with the cops. I hate a lot of cops. But a lot of those times, I can look back and I can advocate against the things I did and say I was wrong in those situations. I did wrong. I, I was fucked up. I was under the influence. You know, I was, I was egging those cops on. You know, I was being a dick. You know, I can look back and I can say that, but that's not all cops. But, like, when people say stuff like defund the police... It doesn't mean, like, disband all police departments. I think it's just a way of saying, you know, you know, it's a way to, like, reform police, you know, reteach them how to do good policing. Like, uh, there's a there's an incident a while back that um, that happened. uh, And I think it was in Philly. Where uh, these cops went to this uh, this guy this guy's neighborhood. He had a, a a mental illness, and they went there about three or four times. And I think the fourth time they went there, he was outside with a knife, and they opened fired on him, and they shot him over like two dozen times. And I just didn't understand that. You guys went to the neighborhood. You knew he had like a mental problem, and he was out for knife. He wasn't gonna respond to you regardless. So you opened fire on him. I think they could have tased him, or did something to like, you know, did something to like, they could have handled the situation better, in other words. Or like, I think another way of reform is when you when you have certain cases, like maybe there should be like another uh, line you call like a, a mental, like a mental profession or, or some type of line. You know, you when you call, when there's a fire, who do you call? The fire department, right? When there's a, when there's a, when there's a, um, when there's an emergency, you know, um, say you're, you're under a threat, you call the police. I think if there's something like a mental issue or crisis, there should be some type of like crisis, like mental crisis line 
that you call and those people come with the police assist them because the, when they call the fire department, the police come too with the fire department. So when you call, you know, say someone with mental issues is having an outbreak or they or just something happens, you know, I think you should call that line. But the police should come for for some type of backup or protection to have some type of like pepper spray or only like a or some type of um, taser or something, you know. I can honestly go all day about talking about police reforms and all, and they have all these great ideas and things that could help. And, you know, they will just implement them and, you know, just go from there. But it's not where the problem stems from, you know. It, it's obviously deeper than that. It stems from, you know, our president. He's the one who could really make the changes. But um, America's value system is just fucked. It's a, it's a popularity contest. It's just, I, it's just crazy that... A celebrity can go from being a celebrity to being the president of the U.S. I think it shows how weak and stupid this country really is. And it's really just a bad popularity contest. And I, th- I think that's really, really comes down to, like, someone that could really do that. And I'm not saying Trump. Trump's a bad president, there's no doubt. He's probably going to go down as one of the worst presidents of U.S. history. That's a fact. But the thing with him is, like, I don't know. The dude's kind of funny. He's, he's entertaining. I think that that's also what got him to where he is, you know. It's like you they wanted a guy who's entertaining, who's always on social media, who's always tweeting. And it's like it was more about entertainment than really someone serious. You know, they didn't want the serious, the serious candidate. They wanted someone who was a fucking joker, and that's who he was. And... I'm not saying he's not. I don't think he's the biggest racist out here. He's he's definitely somewhat racist, but I think all he all he had to do was really feed what this country already had a taste for. Like America's based off racism. This country's built off slavery. It's built off racism. They are the appetite for it is already there. All he did was just feed into it and gave people what they wanted, and he just threw. You're still gassed to, to the flame, honestly. It was there already. He capitalized off of it and got to where he, he got. And that's honestly what what um that's honestly what it plays down into. And now we got fucking Biden, bro. 78 years old. Man, that man is so that man is he's he's on his way out, honestly. Like, how are you that fucking old and, and your president? He's like 20 years older than Obama. I, I think that's pretty ridiculous. Um I think I think he's definitely a front and hopefully the Democratic Party is pulling the right strings and making the right calls. I think he's just there to like be the face of the party because they just needed someone. And uh I think the ideal person would have been Bernie. Because Bernie's he's consistent. He's been consistent this whole time. He wants the same thing for everyone this whole time he's not someone you could flip and i think that's why they didn't want him in the office you know they want someone that's 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 gonna compromise and corruptible and they could you know they could pull their strings and biden's obviously that person he's just thirsty for it and i think he'll probably do whatever to get it and here he is but like i said he's not going last he might not even survive his, his whole term the man's 78 years old who, who the fuck knows um but what what baffles me is the fact that how the fuck you're making decisions for a country you're not going to be around for. Like, you're making decisions when it comes to global warming 
and um just other big things in like healthcare and whatnot and it's like you're making decisions for a country you're you're physically not going to be around for you're gonna he's gonna be dead he's making choices that he's gonna be dead for he's not gonna have to go through so he makes a bad decision he's not gonna have to go through or suffer it because he's gonna be dead <laughs> he's already on on his way out so i don't know it just it don't make any sense oh that's just crazy though who knows though karma's a bitch i mean he's not really gonna get karma because he's gonna be dead but uh you know how that shit goes you know, one thing about karma, though, I feel like a lot of people, no, I know a lot of people think that it's like they have this, they think it's like this transactional thing that happens, right? And that's not, I don't think, that's not how karma works. At least, like, my idea of karma is, uh, is it's the way you feel about doing certain stuff. Like, if I feel like I, I did something bad. I feel like something bad might happen to me. Cause I did something bad, and I just, I just feel like a piece of shit. Like when I do something bad, and like I, I'm a scumbag, like I did some fuck shit. It's like I, I feel bad. I think it's karma is the way you feel about yourself. Like I know some people think that, oh, I gave this homeless guy money or food, and I deserve some good in return. Something's good gonna happen. It's gonna come my way. No, you should do that just just cause it's it's the right thing to do. It's just good. You just do good at the kindness of your heart. Just just cause that's it's just how you should be. I mean, it's how I want to. I don't want to say it's how I was brought up, but I just think it's in my nature to do good. That's how I. I don't. know, That's just how I move. I just do good just cause not cause I expect anything in return. It's just I just like helping others. I'm a pleaser. That's what I do. And I don't know. Like like I said, I think a lot of people think it's a transactional thing. And that's not that's not how it works. No, also, what else that really scuffs my Tims, bro, is when people help the homeless people or you help someone out, and then you have to speak on it. That really that really like gets me tight. Like, why why do you you just you just it's counterproductive. You just fucked yourself over because now now it's like what you did. There's no point to it. When when you have to when you do something good you should just do it you shouldn't you shouldn't speak on it you shouldn't expect expect anything out of it you should just do it and and that's it done you don't speak on it nothing else that's it but you just ruin it for yourself when you speak on it one or say, say you like publicize it and you like say you you help a homeless person out and you put it on Instagram I think that's that shit is so fucking corny or you do a favor for someone and like you throw it in their face. And, like, I see, man, all that corny shit on social media. And, like, that's honestly part of the reason why I, I'm not on social media anymore. Like, I feel like social media is so corny these days. It's, just, it's so negative. You just see, like, society just society just puts, projects this way of life on you, of how you're supposed to be and whatnot. And a lot of people believe it or they fall into it. And they, like, either... They fall into it purposely or subconsciously, and they don't realize what is what is being put out there. They're actually like they're actually doing, and I I just think it's so stupid. And like that's 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 one reason why I'm not on social media anymore. I didn't completely delete my social media. I just delete the apps on my phone. I don't really go on it. You know, if I do a photo shoot, I might post something on my um photography page. Or maybe every couple months, if I if I go on a vacation, maybe something. But you know, like social media, it's, it's fake. Everybody lives in pictures, and you don't live in pictures. That's not how life works. 
And it's like you see everyone when someone posts the pictures like they're they're happy. Everyone's always happy. You're at your best. And it's like, who the fuck wants to be great or at their best all the time? That's not the real you. That's not who you are. And I think people just get caught up in it and they think that's how life's supposed to be. When really, you know, you have good days, you have bad days, you need both days. And I don't know, just social media, I think it's just stupid. And just also just, I mean, at least for me, I've been trying to practice being more reclusive and reserved these days. You know, you don't you don't always need to have your business out there. People don't always need to know what you're going through or like whatever. Like if I say something and it's like if I put something out there and it's like it's already it's already public knowledge and it's like it's not something that like like I don't put out everything I'm doing or going through out there. Even some of the things I talk about here, I don't talk about everything I'm doing or going through, maybe a fraction of it. But I think like when it comes to social media, a lot of people do that. They put out their business. They're always posting stuff, their locations, like something else that's, that's really fucking stupid. Like every now and then I'll be on Snapchat. Like I know I keep Snapchat around just to keep in contact with certain people. But every now and then when, when, when I'm on Snapchat, it's like, like I'll, I'll like, I'll like mess with the, the, the fucking screen or I'll bump it or some shit. And then it'll back out to my maps and I'll see all these people. I'm like, you, you know, the Snapchat maps and it shows everyone's locations. I think that's so stupid. I think that's so weird. Like, why would you want strangers to know where you are, even if they're not strangers? Like, nine times out of ten, you you have a good amount of people on your Snapchat are are somewhat strangers. You're not. It's not people you're seeing or talking to every single day. And it's like, why do you? Why would you want people to know where you are? I think having your location on on anything is weird. It's one thing to share it with your close friends and family, but for the world to know where you are i i think that is like crazy that's weird if um what the fuck is his name a serial killer if ted bundy was alive right now he would have a field day with most of you bitches like honestly he'll would, he'll would, he would go fucking nuts because you have your location out you're always posting oh who wants to bring me food this and that there is like this man would have a fucking blast out here he had a field day is like why I don't know I think just sharing sharing your location is, is stupid. You 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 need to be more reclusive. You need to practice being reserved. Um, just being open like that is it's weird. I I can't. It's just. But I don't know. Like I said, these are just my opinions. The way I see things. You like it, cool. If you don't, go fuck yourself. I don't give a fuck. But um, like I said, this I think this society is just heading towards a very weird place. There's a lot of like weird shit that, that that happens that I can't wrap my head around or make sense of. And it's not my place too, but I just think it's weird. Like I've been seeing a lot of people like co-parenting. And um there's nothing wrong with co-parenting at all. You know, if you have a kid with someone and some plan and things happen, I know not everything's a fairy tale, shit happens, so there's nothing wrong with it. Um I just think when you're young you should want more for yourself. Because it's kind of like you're putting a pin in your dreams and what you can aspire to be. You're not you're not going to reach your full potential when you have a kid. I'm not saying you can't reach your full potential. I'm just saying it just it just makes life a little more harder to obtain uh, those those goals because you have to not only think for yourself, but you have to think for two or three when um, when, when you do have a kid. You know, I have some friends that, that have kids and. You know, they're co-parent and I see what they go through. And it's it's beautiful. 
and you know you have your good days your bad days but like i think it's great for the most part if it was to happen to me i wouldn't be opposed to it you know i would i would never be a, a deadbeat dad or or whatever i, I hope uh, the mother of my child wouldn't be a deadbeat mom and um i think co-parenting i think when men have kids and they co-parent it's like this negative connotation to uh towards it because um a lot of guys are known for being deadbeats and it's like not everyone a lot everyone can have a kid but not everyone is can be a can be a parent not everyone has the ability to to, to be a parent and just because you have a kid doesn't that doesn't make you a father or mother i know girls who had kids and they're deadbeat moms you, you know what i'm saying uh what really makes you a parent what makes you a father and a mother is being able to stay around and support and take care of your kid and like i said i just think it's one of those things you should not do it because like I, I mentioned in my other podcast like you, you're you're not you're not the same person you are when you're 18 or 19 or 20 you know you're constantly and um evolving and your perception of life is constantly in, enhancing so i i don't know it's, it, to me it's, it's one of those things I, i'll really hold off on or try to but like i said life's not a fairy tale shit happens so you just gotta you just gotta move accordingly when it comes to things like that and be mindful you know really be mindful of the girls you mess with and guys you mess with because there's there's honestly guys guys out here that on some nut shit that they'll get a girl pregnant just because they know it's a good girl and they know they'll stick around and they'll purposely get them pregnant just off of that and they don't want no one else to have them some real narcissistic shit but there's guys like they're out there and there's girls like that who will really trap guys too you know vice versa on some he's a good guy i know he's gonna stick around provide and take care of me then you know that's how he is that's how he was like whatever that's how he was brought up and they'll purposely have their babies because they know they'll, they'll they'll be good they'll be some they'll have a sense of security and i don't know dude that shit is just fucking nutty thank god i've been <laughs> I have not been in no crazy situation like that. Um, I've had a lot of good girlfriends. I, I've I'm, I can't even front. I've I've probably been the I've, I've been the piece of shit in the relationship. I've been the ain't shit nigga, but I can go back and advocate against the things I've done. You know, I'm not proud of the shit I've done, but I live my truth. That's one thing about me. I'm gonna always live my truth. No one can ever come. No one could ever say some shit about me that I haven't already admit to or done so that's one thing about me and uh yeah i'm blessed man i've had a lot of great girls in my life girls who've worshipped the ground i walked on i've never had never had to deal with it. i had a, you know one that was a little crazy but she just loved she just loved me that much that shit <laughs> it just made her that crazy but um yeah man you really gotta be mindful of the shit but uh then this is the longest i've really been on this and I didn't have any topics really or guides. This is just off the top. So this this was actually went for a while. Um But yeah, it's been a it's been a long week. So I've been decompressing. I had my wine. Um I finish drinking some more wine. Uh go outside, smoke a little cigar and just relax. Probably throw a little movie on. But that's my weekend. You know, I'm homebound, you know, house arrest shit, but like I said, now you get me tight podcast. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Now you get me tight. You know, just like that, it's one word. Now you get me tight on Instagram. One one day they're gonna give me a blue check on my Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah, let me know what y'all think. Um, 
you know, give me feedback. There's no such thing as negative feedback. Criticism is always good criticism. Um, yeah, uh, let me know what y'all think. Have a good weekend. I'll see if I could drop one next week. We'll see. It's Valentine's Day. Do something special for your ladies, for your men's. And I'm out. Put your pussy lips on live. I'll give you $1,000.